0: Hello and welcome to Conscious Business with the Corporate Yogi. I'm your host, Julie Zuzek. This podcast helps entrepreneurs develop the mindset needed to build and grow a conscious business. Whether you know it yet or not, your mindset is the subconscious blueprint that determines your success. Each episode, we explore the different ways that your business calls you forth to grow on a personal level and through your relationships. So get out of your head, into your heart, and let's dive right in, shall we? So we are just about at episode 100 of the podcast. And I don't know about you, but I am pretty freaking excited. And I do have something very special for that 100th episode next week. So thank you to everyone who helped me prepare that. I'm excited to release it. And we've been doing a lot of work around that episode and there is a very special compilation video. So a little look inside to the community to see exactly just how big of an impact we are having with this podcast. And right now, I want to take a second and thank each and every one of you who helped me with that project. So a massive shout out to Ali and Becca and Beth, to Carla, to Shiv, to Molly, to Denise, Winnie, Casey, and Bettina, I love you guys so much and I'm so grateful for all that you did to help out. And as I was preparing for episode 100, I started to get a little bit nostalgic and I thought this would be a perfect time To not only thank you for tuning in every week, because let's be honest, this podcast wouldn't have made it to triple digits if it wasn't for you listening all the time. But I also want to take this chance to look back and reflect on some of the biggest lessons learned, some of the most popular episodes, because I'll be honest with you, the episodes that I thought were the best and would be the most popular pretty much weren't. It's the ones that were always cobbled together at the last minute that I thought were, oh my gosh, people are going to stop listening, this episode's so horrible, that often end up being the most popular ones. And then I also want to take some time to think about what we're going to do going forward with this podcast. Because I feel when we have a milestone like this, it's always a chance to check in and say, do we think we can do better? Can we take this up a notch? Can we do something new? Can we do something different? So here's a look at what you're going to learn today in this episode, episode 99. In our first segment, I'm going to recap what the, I went and ran my analytics. So I'm going to tell you what the most popular, the most downloaded episodes were. And I think this is going to surprise you. Then in our second segment, I want to review the biggest lessons learned during this podcast that I have realized. And then in our third segment, I'm going to share a bit of my vision for the future about what's next for the podcast and explain why I have a tiny bit of anxiety around this hundredth episode. All right, let's start off by talking about some of the most popular episodes. Want to know why I'm doing this? Well, I have a friend. I have a yoga teacher friend who is a very, very dear friend of mine. And she recently told me that she listened regularly to the podcast, which I knew, but she had one specific episode that was her favorite that she listened to over and over again before she went into a recent job interview and when she heard my voice it helped her to summon up the courage to go into that interview and be really confident and when i heard this it made me so happy and so excited and i just had this huge smile on my face and i thought Isn't that interesting? I want to have a look and analyze which are the most popular episodes. And like I said, this was a big shock for me. It's as if all the episodes that I put the most amount of work into weren't actually the ones that you guys liked the most, (laughs) which is fine. And it's hard to know why. Maybe because I was more casual, maybe because I was more authentic or less polished. I don't know. Who knows? But I thought this would be an interesting exercise for us to do to go through and find out what the top episodes were. And I know that there's some of you who have been listening from the very, very beginning. I just had uh, Lindsay over for a little intensive and she told me that she has listened to every single episode from the very beginning. And this is cool because I remember one specific moment where i told her we were just finishing up a coaching engagement and i told her i launched the i was about to launch the podcast and she said i love podcasts i listen to them all the time so i feel like she has been on that journey with me the whole way through giving me some amazing honest feedback along the way which i have incorporated so i'm really grateful to have you guys who have listened from the very beginning you know i often joke i have the attention span of a squirrel so i don't think I would be able to keep going if I didn't hear all this great feedback from you guys. So, thank you to those of you who have actually listened to every single episode. Amazing. And for those of you who are just finding the show now, welcome. I'm about to save you a lot of time and point you right to the most downloaded, most popular episodes ever. So let's take some time, a little stroll down memory lane, and look back over the past 100 episodes. So here we go. The number five most downloaded episode ever was number 72. So this is a more recent one that I did. It was called Maximize Your Superpower. And this makes my heart sing because. This is one of my most favorite coaching questions, so let's test it out right now. What is your superpower? What is that one thing that you can do better than anyone else in the world? This is your special gift or your special talent. You know, just the other day, I had my friend Jackie use this question on her retreat. She said she learned it from me, but I'm pretty sure that I learned it from the brilliant Tanya Dessa, and so sometimes we do that as coaches we just keep passing around each other's content which is all good creative commons right and it's one of my favorite coaching questions because it makes us stop and it makes us appreciate who we are and what we do really well because often we're programmed or by nature we only pay attention to the negative to the things that we can't do Or we look at our list at the end of the day and say, oh, these five things didn't get done instead of pat on the back for the 20 that actually did get done. So to focus on your superpower means that you are appreciating what you do really well. And we all, all of us, myself included, need to appreciate ourselves and our talents more. We need to put more energy, focus, and attention on the things that we do really well instead of beating ourselves up all the time. So here's a little passage from that episode. We are all so guilty of taking things for granted when we're good at them. We think that just because something comes easy to us, it must be easy for everyone. But that is not the case. It comes easy to you because it is your superpower. not because it's not special. So be proud of your superpower. All right. So that is... The fifth most downloaded episode ever, it was number 72, Maximize Your Superpower. Now, moving along to number four, the fourth most downloaded episode was number 43, Developing a Growth Mindset. Now, here's a few bits from that episode that I really loved, and this one really dives into why we need to have a growth mindset as entrepreneurs. I mean, let's just be honest. I wish everyone on this planet had a growth mindset, but as entrepreneurs, it's extra, extra, extra important for us to have a growth mindset. As you know, entrepreneurs spend a disproportionate amount of time outside their comfort zone doing new things because we have to. In many instances, we're wearing different hats. We're doing new things and this can be scary. And this explains why it is so hard to be an entrepreneur why it is so exhausting, and why everything seems to feel like an uphill battle all the time. Because there is a disproportionate amount of new. Being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. You're being called forth in a big way to learn And grow and the choice is yours if you accept this calling to grow on a personal level you will not only be expanding your range you will be growing your business because your business like it or not is an extension of you so time for some tough love if you're not willing to do the things that are new or scary your business cannot and will not grow Okay, so there was lots of tough love in that episode. That was episode number 43, Develop a Growth Mindset. All right, moving right along to the third most. Oh yeah, this one's good. Third most downloaded episode was number 41, After My Own Heart, Learn to Love Meditation. So I am secretly happy that this was an episode that was really popular because, oh my gosh, the world needs more meditation, especially with everything going on right now. We need to focus more on being present, being grounded, on finding ways that we are all connected, focusing on love, giving more attention to the things that we want more of in this world. And this confirms a suspicion that I've had for years, which is that everyone secretly wants to meditate more. They know they need to do it, and they know that it's really beneficial, especially entrepreneurs. So I had this brilliant idea the other day that I wanted to do a 30-day challenge for meditation, specifically a a special guided meditation for entrepreneurs, and I wanted to create these custom (laughs) meditations every day that address different aspects of the entrepreneurial mindset, you know, like dealing with fear, with self-doubt, with imposter syndrome, And how to raise your vibration and really connect to your vision. So I wanted to create this as an exercise. But I have to. This is one of those things that's going on the parking lot. And maybe in the fall. Maybe we can do something like this around Christmas time. And kick it off for January. I don't know. We have to look at the work cycles that we have coming up. But I will do it at some point. I promise you. Hand of my heart. I will create a customized meditation series just for entrepreneurs. I just don't know when I'm going to do that. So, looking back on this episode, I want to pull out five popular myths. It was kind of a funny episode. I think sometimes I think I'm funnier than I actually am, but I'm going to read them because I got a good chuckle going through these. These are the top five myths about meditation. Myth number one if I start meditating, Will I spontaneously turn into a vegetarian? Okay, no. No, you will not. Myth number two, if I start meditating, will I have to start wearing Birkenstocks and become a hippie? Absolutely not. I own amazing shoes. <laughs> Lots of high heel shoes. Meditation is mutually exclusive from your footwear, I promise. Myth number three, if I start meditating, will I have to give up all my worldly possessions? Okay, so this one's tricky. You actually won't, but I'm going to suggest that you might have less of a need for material objects to bring you happiness in a superficial, superficial, cover up the real stuff going on kind of a way. So there may be an indirect correlation because sometimes we use material objects and purchasing things to cover up a lot of deep sadness and stuff going on inside to to fill that empty void, but it's an indirect way. So I'm going to, I'm going to say, no, (laughs) you will not have to give up your worldly possessions, but with the caveat, you might want to start consuming less which is a totally good thing. Trust me, I'm a minimalist, and I I swear we're way happier than people who are hoarders. Myth number four, meditation takes too much time. Adding it is going to ruin my schedule. Oh, really? (laughs) Now this one, my BS detector goes off on this one for sure. Because even meditating one minute a day Here's the truth. Meditating one minute a day will make a significant change in your life. And if you can't find one spare minute a day, well, then you've got bigger issues going on. All right? Myth number five is that meditation is too hard. Really? Well, I would argue that not meditating in your life is too hard. So those are five of the most popular myths about meditation. If you wanna go back and listen to that full episode, it is number 41. Okay, so we're making our way through the list. The second most downloaded episode ever is number 42, mastermind to up-level your business. And this was a super fun episode that I created when I first, so long ago, launched my first mastermind groups. And what I did in this episode is I walk people through the entire process of starting a mastermind. I taught the three most popular models for creating a mastermind. And I also shared five tips to get the most out of your mastermind group. And this confirms to me that entrepreneurs really need to lean in and have a community of like-minded people on the journey. So if you want to go back to that episode, it's number 42 mastermind to uplevel your business. There's all kinds of great content in that episode. Now, before I share what the most popular episode is, I'm sure you're dying to find out, I want to give some honorable mentions. These are episodes that I have loved doing, that I refer to other people the most and are probably the most important episodes. Number one, way back episode 001 is all about saboteurs. And I think that's one of the most important episodes. Maybe because the podcast was so new that it didn't get very much love and people don't like to go back to the very beginning. But I think this is one of the most important episodes. And then there was the growth series, 28, 29, 30. And this this whole series was talking about your comfort zone and what happens when you work your edges and what happens when your saboteurs show up. And this is fundamentally really important too. I'm not sure why that one wasn't popular. I think there's, I think maybe it was too, I get really theoretical sometimes. So it might've been too heady or maybe the title wasn't very intriguing. And then lastly, one of my favorite favorite episodes, really silly, really ridiculous, but so important was number 32, Stop Waiting for the Confidence Fairy. Now, who doesn't love the confidence fairy? I think we all can relate to this. We just are sitting around waiting to feel ready to do something, and that is never the case. We always have to lean in and do it first. That's how we build the confidence. Confidence comes from taking action, not from an itty-bitty confidence fairy that shows up overnight to sprinkle dust on you. Okay, so that is, if you want to go back, episode 32, Stop Waiting for the Confidence Fairy. Now, it's time to reveal the most downloaded episode of the podcast ever. Do you know what it was? Well, I'm sure it won't come as a surprise to you, but it was the three-part series that we did on Mastering Your Money Mindset. Do you remember that one? It was episode way back, 61, 62, 63, Master Your Money Mindset, part one, two, and three. Now, I love doing this series, and I actually created most of it while I was away on a beach vacation, or sorry, a beach workation, (laughs) so it was a lot of fun, and I actually remember the three money mindset books that I picked and recommended to, and I'm not surprised actually that this was the most popular, but I have to make sure that I thank you guys, because if I remember correctly, it was actually Lindsay, a different Lindsay, and, um, Christine who suggested that I do an episode on money mindset and this was your idea not mine and when I started to do it there was too much content for one episode so it ended up being a three-part series and obviously very successful which proves that you guys are way smarter than I am so please keep your good ideas flowing so that I can fulfill what your ideas are into episodes Okay, so that's a recap of the five most downloaded episodes. I'll go through them really quickly if you want one more time. The fifth was 72, Maximize Your Superpower. The fourth was 43, Develop a Growth Mindset. The third was 41, Learn to Love Meditation. The second most downloaded was 42, Mastermind, to up-level your business. And the number one was the series 61, 62, 63, Master Your Money Mindset. So if you missed any of those episodes, you're welcome to go back and listen to them. Or if you listen to them but kind of don't really remember, you might want to go back and check in on those episodes. Obviously, they had some sort of big impact on people. And if you want to get really, really crazy, you can go and share those episodes and tell someone else about them and the impact that they have had because now you know that you can endure something that is very, very popular and listened to by thousands of entrepreneurs around the world. So I'm not 100% sure why they were so popular, but they were, and they were shared a lot. All right, so I think it would be an understatement to say that I've learned a lot over the last 100 episodes. I have learned, yes, but the bigger lesson is that I have grown. Sitting down now to do an episode versus two years ago, it's a completely different experience. I'm more confident and I know that I have something to say and that people actually really connect to my message. So I want to boil down the biggest lessons that I've learned from doing this podcast. Are you ready? I've got five big lessons and I thought this might be interesting because I know a couple of you out there want to start your own podcast. So please learn from all the mistakes and realizations that I've had so you can step right over them. Okay. And big shout out to my existing podcasters, to Mike and also to Mary who just recently launched her podcast. Congratulations, Mary. Lesson number one is that I am not alone in my fear, my insecurity, and my imposter syndrome. I know that not everyone is ready to, you know, sit down like I have and record their deepest, darkest fears and their most embarrassing moments. That's okay. And yet somehow I've managed to summon up the strength to do that. I don't know where that comes from. But one of the biggest reasons I do it is because I have so many people that tell me that they can relate to exactly what I am going through and what I am talking about in an episode. And I have to say that one of the proudest compliments that I receive is when people say, Oh, I listened to your episode and I felt like you were talking directly to me. And that's because I am, I am talking directly to you. I'm specifically talking right to you now. And we may never have met, that's fine, but we are all connected at an energetic level. We know this. We may not have met, we may never will meet, but, Even if you're not talking back to me, that's okay. We're still connected. So one of the big lessons that I learned is that I'm not alone in my fear, my insecurity, or my imposter syndrome. We all have it, every single one of us. And the most important thing we can do to deal with it is to talk about it, is to presence it. And this is a really important principle of conscious business, talking about it, right? Once you name it, you instantly take all the power away from it. We all have fear and insecurity, so please know that you are not alone. Okay, so that's lesson number one. I've learned that I'm not alone in my fear, my insecurity, and my imposter syndrome. We all have it. Lesson number two is a forced publishing schedule, meaning doing it every week, is hard, dot, 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 but rewarding. It's good and it's bad. And this one is just, you know, me being brutally honest and completely transparent, as I've committed that I will always do with you. It's been hard. I'm not going to lie to you. There have been nights where I've been up Sunday night doing the podcast or running around getting up early Monday mornings to get it done. It's good, though, because it has forced me to come up with content every week. And let's be honest, the content's in there, or it's not inside me. It comes through me, comes to me, but only when I create the space and the time to actually receive and channel it. And if I didn't have this forced commitment every week to you, then I wouldn't have made the investment in bringing all this content or channeling all this content. But knowing that you guys were waiting on me each week, For an episode well that was the motivation that kept me going I know where and when many of you listen to the podcast and I know who cleans the house with me I know who walks to work with me and I know who rides the subway with me and I know where you are in the world and I love that it helps me to feel connected to you so this was a huge lesson This forced publishing schedule. And I know some of you blog or you might have podcasts of your own, and you will agree that knowing that you have to get this content out and people are expecting for it is a great motivator. Now, the good news out of all of this, this commitment to not miss an episode for almost two years, is that now, after doing this, after holding this commitment that I made to you, is that I essentially have enough content, well, I have more than enough content for a book, to write a book about conscious business, about mindset and the inner game of being an entrepreneur. And I know that many of you have told me that you really identify with this message about being an entrepreneur is an intense form of personal development. So I feel as though I've gone through this content. I've really validated the concept for this book and now all I have to do Is just find time to pull it all together, find uh, a place and a time to create a book proposal and shop it around. So if any of you happen to have connections to a publisher or know someone who could help me bring that dream to life in a painless way, I would love your advice or an introduction. Okay, so the second lesson is that a forced publishing schedule is very hard dot, 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 but very rewarding. There's an opportunity cost to everything we do. And so I'm glad that I invested the time into this and to keep going. All right. Lesson number three. The third lesson is that mastery comes from practice. Now, by no means am I saying I have mastered podcasting. I know I still have a lot to learn and figure out. But when I look back on the first few episodes and compared to what I can do now, there's a massive difference in my confidence. It's so much easier for me now that I've have this much experience. And we say often, you know, in this podcast that there's no such thing as a confidence fairy, right? Remember one of my favorite episodes, confidence comes from taking action and leaning into the things that we're afraid of. If I wanted to be ready before I started this podcast I pretty much would never have launched it and then we would have missed all this opportunity to hang out but I dove in I didn't really feel like I had a clue what I was doing but I learned along the way and built up my confidence so when we lean in and we do the things that we're afraid of magic always happens right so the third lesson is that mastery comes from practice And the fourth lesson that I've learned is to always try new things. This podcast was new. My business was new. My messaging is new. And pretty much every time I try something new, it always pays off. And I'm kind of lucky because I'm personally addicted to the edge. I love trying new things. Even if they're scary, I still have to push myself to do them, but I love doing them. As I always say, the universe rewards bravery. So even if the thing that you are doing doesn't quite pan out, I do truly believe that the universe rewards you for doing the new things. So it's a win-win as far as I'm concerned, right? So the fourth lesson I've learned is always try new things. And the fifth and final lesson that I've learned is that community is a powerful way to build a business. I said this earlier, and I'm gonna say it again, you are everything to me. You are the reason that I started this podcast, and the reason that I made it to 100 episodes, and the reason that I'm gonna keep going. And I wanna really use this podcast and this community to help you guys connect to each other, to help you promote your business, and to use this as a platform to step up and into your full power. So I have a few ideas of how we're going to do this and really focus on building our community. And I'm going to share that with you soon in a couple episodes. And I know that building community is one of the most powerful ways to grow a business. And I think I do this well in Toronto, but I'd like to start to do this more on a global scale. So stay tuned. I've got a few things on my sleeve that I'm going to be sharing with you very soon. Okay. So lesson number five, community is a powerful way to build a business. So to recap my five biggest lessons, number one, I am not alone in my fear, my insecurity, or my imposter syndrome. Lesson two, a forced publishing schedule is hard, dot, 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 but rewarding. The third lesson is that mastery comes from practice. The fourth lesson is that I've learned to always try new things. And the fifth lesson I've learned is that community is a powerful way to grow a business. So I really appreciated this chance to reminisce a bit in this episode to reflect on what we've created, on our community. And I've been spending a lot of time thinking about what's next with the podcast. That's one of our favorite coaching questions, right? What's next for you? What's next with the podcast? And I'm not 100% sure what I'm going to do, but I have a couple really juicy ideas. Personally, it's time for me to find some fresh music because if I hear this (laughs) intro again one more time... I will hit my head against the wall. So there's probably some new music coming. I will guarantee that. And I also wanna create a new platform for you to engage with the content. So I'm gonna find a way to collaborate a little bit more. I'm also updating my website, so it's gonna be easier for you to get to the old older episodes and also get the links and copy and share those. And I've also never really used the show notes for the podcast, so I think I'm going to be taking those down and share content in a different way with you. And I want to reveal why I have a bit of anxiety. I mentioned this earlier about my 100th episode. Do you know what? About a month ago when I was planning out what I wanted to do for the 100th episode, I was putting my publishing schedule in the calendar and I realized that the exact week, next week, that my 100th episode comes out, I'm going to be on vacation. And not just any vacation, but my meditation vacation, which means I'm 100% off the grid. And I got to be honest, I feel a little bit anxious about this. Because what if it doesn't publish? What if people reach out to me and I don't answer and then they think I don't care? What if, you know, something goes wrong? I I don't know I just I felt like it was throwing a huge party telling everybody and inviting them all and then not showing up myself so I feel a little anxious about that and I don't know about you but when things like this happen I always think is this happening because it's a sign or is this a test is it a sign that I'm supposed to change things and take some sort of action or is it a test to not be attached to things happening well I even thought about maybe stretching it out and putting it in a bonus episode, but I'm not. I'm just going to release it next week. I'm going to be in full on meditation in silence and you're going to be enjoying the episode and I hope it all goes well. (laughs) So if you want to send me an email message or a shout on social media, I would love to hear it and I will check it when I get back on the grid after the long weekend. I would love to hear from you when I return. But if you don't hear from me until after that long weekend, you'll know why. It's because I'm on a much-needed medication vacation. And it's time to start wrapping up this episode, this very long episode of the podcast review. And I want to leave you with an inquiry. So this episode was my chance to review and reflect But I always want to make this a teachable lesson for you. So here goes. Is there something in your life or your business that you've been doing for a really long time that you need to check in on? Because let's be honest, if this podcast wasn't delivering results, if it wasn't growing, well I wouldn't keep doing it, right? And sometimes we get in a rut of doing something just because or our ego tells us we have to keep doing it. So check in with something and see, is there something that you're doing? for the wrong reasons, and maybe it's time to change it. So if this podcast wasn't successful, it would have stopped a long time ago, but it is, so I'm going to keep going. But hitting this 100th anniversary was a great chance for me to check in, to reflect, to see if something could be improved or changed, to decide if I wanted to continue, and I am. We're just going to freshen things up a bit. So thanks for hanging out with me today on this super long episode. And thank you for helping us get to episode number 99. I am pretty excited for next week. Got a special surprise dropping and number 100, you're going to enjoy it. I think you're going to really, really, really enjoy it. Remember that being an entrepreneur is the most intense form of personal development that you will ever go through. So be patient and be kind to yourself. Deep down inside, you know how powerful you are. Now it's time to step up and let the rest of us see it.